Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another Teacher Joseph podcast. Today's phrase is to never hear the end of something. And it's usually used when someone doesn't shut up about something. Okay, so let me give you some examples. If John gets that new job, I'll never hear the end of it. It means he will never shut up about it. He will talk about it again and again and again. And it's usually used either when someone is talking mm, proudly about their achievements or when someone is negatively talking about something that they don't like. Okay. So let me just give you a few more examples. If my wife upsets my mother, I'll never hear the end of it. It just means the story will never end. My mother will go on and on and on about it until I get really angry. Okay, and you can use this in many different tenses. I mean, I remember when, for example, my brother was marrying his wife. My mother was so enraged, so unhappy, I thought I'd never hear the end of it. And I don't know why. I mean, the woman seemed to be a nice person, but, well, <laughs> you know, sometimes mothers have that sixth sense that they use when they don't like something. Uh, more examples. If that football team actually win the league, we'll never hear the end of it because, as you know, many people who work here support that particular football team. Someone told me a joke the other day. It said, never discuss infinity with a mathematician. You'll never hear the end of it. <laughs> a little joke there, the end of it, uh, referring to infinity. You'll never reach that point. But on a serious note, we do actually use this a lot when we are talking about how someone may um, talk about something excessively, especially when they're being proven to be right. So if we go back to that, that first example I think I gave you there, um, if John gets that job, or whatever name I used, if John gets that job, um, we'll never hear the end of it. It's because he'll talk about it again and again and again. Uh, if my uh, brother marries that woman, I'll never hear the end of it from my mother. Okay, so she's not going to shut up about it. If I buy uh, that new car... I'll never hear the end of it because my wife will go on and on and on about it. It's a waste of money. Um, so to never hear the end of it is something which is used to talk about how someone will respond either disapprovingly or proudly. And it fits into a few of the tenses. I will never hear the end of it. Uh, I thought I would never hear the end of it. Probably, probably are the two main ways that we 
use it. Um, let me just think of those. Yeah, the future, if I buy that new car, I will never hear the end of it. Uh-huh. So we, we, we've used that already. So that's three ways you could use it. Um, I'm not sure that that works in the present perfect, you know. I had, no, I can't think of a way we could get that into the present perfect. You could tell a story in the present perfect and then say, I thought I'd never hear the end of it, but I, I don't think you can actually get that phrase in there because it's an idiom. When I was at the supermarket yesterday, uh, I thought to myself, wow, I better buy some uh, bread because if I don't, I'll never hear the end of it. You know, it means that my wife will go on and on and on about it that I didn't buy the bread. If I don't remember my friend's birthday, I'll never hear the end of it. There we are. There's another one. Uh, it usually goes at the end, not at the beginning of a sentence. If you say, I thought I'd never hear the end of it when my friend got the new job, it would be understood, but it just doesn't sound right. Okay. And of course, you can use it with different people. Um, if that thing happens, you'll never hear the end of it. If that thing happens, we'll never hear the end of it. Yeah, we thought we'd never hear the end of it as well. Okay, remember we said we could use it in the past tense as well as the future. It doesn't really work in the present. All right, it you can't really say I'm going to never hear the end of this. So, for example, if I go to the shop and forget to buy bread, I'm never going to hear the end of this. I suppose you could use it if you're angry in a conversation. You could, for example say to your wife, husband, or whoever, what, you're bringing this up again? I'm really never going to hear the end of this, am I? That would work. But when you're reporting it, remember, reported speech is usually used about something that's happened in the past or speculation about something that might happen in the future. So it, it doesn't really work in the present. But if you play with it, you might find a good construction there, especially if you're angry. Okay. What? Really? Mm, yeah. I mean, I'm going my holidays this year to uh, the Netherlands. This is actually true. Okay. This is not an example. I'm going my holidays this year to the Netherlands. Now, I don't fly well. Okay. And of course, being a man, I don't want to tell people that I don't fly well. <clears throat> you know, I just put on that deep voice. Hey, yeah, I'm fine, yes. But of course, you know, they know that I don't fly well, <laughs> especially when the um, when the the air hostess is closing the door. So I get on the plane, I'm relatively calm. I sit on the seat, I'm relatively calm. And then I hear that announcement for the air hosts. Uh, I don't know what it is. They say doors, cross-check. You know, the pilot always says that. Nobody knows what it means. But then the air hostess, she goes to the door, doesn't she? And she pulls it shut. And at that moment, I have a little panic. And last time I tried to fly, 
I quickly, loudly told everyone, what? They have to close the door? Why would they do that to me? Why? So if I show them that I'm afraid of flying this year, I'll never hear the end of it. So it's better that I just stay really quiet. And in that moment where she's closing the door, I don't know how she does that, actually. You know, it's strange the way the air industry works because they've taken the steps away and this woman, who's usually only five feet tall, leans out of the aeroplane, which, of course, is, you know, the entrance to it at this point is at least 12 feet in the air. Oh, don't ask me about the metric system. I've no idea. And then she pulls the door in. So she leans out. I just don't know how she does that. I mean, I'm not good with heights. If I looked down... I would be terrified, but here she is with that green fluorescent jacket leaning out, pulling the door in, and then sealing it shut, at which point <laughs> I'm having a meltdown moment. Uh, yeah, it's strange, isn't it, how they do that? And then they have that little buggy thing that pushes the plane, that tiny little thing that sometimes carries luggage, can push a plane full of people all the way to the end of the runway mm, yeah i i'm going to act all normally at the airport this time uh in order to uh, make sure they don't know i'm afraid because otherwise really i'll never hear the end of it in other news i see that uh, our local market is in trouble. Um, as I've often told all of you, if you're coming to the UK, you need to know that cows, yeah, the animal, cows, here are really, really dangerous. Now, I know you all think I'm joking about that, but these things are actually deadly. They kill many people every year, and they're not the kind of animals that you want to tango with. Now, that's an English expression that just means... They're not the kind of animals that you want to play with. These things will kill you. And they don't just kill you by mistake because they're upset with you. They intentionally target you and kill you. Yeah. So we had this case where there was a market and everyone was, you know, just doing their own thing in the market, as you do. It's a market, you know. And this cow... <clears throat> Uh, managed to escape, it wasn't tied up properly, and killed someone. Uh, now, there is big speculation as to why cows are like that these days. To be honest, it's looking like they were always like that, but some people say modern living, particularly noise pollution, uh, people cycling, uh, pets like dogs, for example, uh, really upset cows because cows are very protective of their young. <clears throat> and even cows in a field together, if they really decide that they're going to kill you, they will. <clears throat> and uh, if you're coming to the UK, do not try to walk across a field with cows in it, especially if you have a dog. And it doesn't matter if you're on the other side of the field <clears throat> uh, or the other side of the mountain. <clears throat> These cows will find you. 
So stay as far away from them as you possibly can. It's the weirdest thing. When we think of cows, we think of uh, animals that uh, generally are uh, are quite soft and gentle. But um, <clears throat> no, they, they can be deadly, really. You have to be very, very careful with cows here. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I remember as a child, <clears throat> bulls were always a problem, not cows. But uh, yeah, cows can can really decide to harm you physically. And another weird fact about them is if the cow gets into your house, well, you'll never hear the end of it from your wife if the cow does get into your house. But if it does get into your house and it goes upstairs, uh, then it can't get back down, okay? Because cows, they know how to climb but they don't know how to get back down, okay? So if the cow does come into your house, don't let it upstairs because it'll get stuck. And in all likelihood, you'd need to remove a window and lower it down, assuming that it doesn't kill you before you do that. I mean, I do feel sorry for the cows. They don't have a <clears throat> very easy life of it anymore. Uh, with noise pollution and everything else. And I have a lot of respect for nature and wildlife and keeping cows locked up in a in a cage or a cabin or killing them for meat. I mean, that's just really not my thing. So I, I do actually love cows, despite the fact that they may already have decided to kill me at some date in the future. So... um. Yeah, be very careful in the UK if you're with or passing cows. I mean, I don't know what they're like as pets. I know my grandparents, they they uh, lived in the countryside <clears throat> and they had a pet pig. The strangest thing. Did you know that <clears throat> pigs are the cleanest animals on the farm? That's strange, isn't it? You wouldn't expect that. But if a pig bites you, it will take its pound of flesh, you know, it will, <laughs> it will give you a really, really nasty bite. Um, but uh, yeah, I kind of feel sorry for cows, you know, beautiful animals. Um, <clears throat> and the way they look at you, you know, uh, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, just be careful with that if you're coming to the UK. That's it for me. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed this. Let's talk soon. See you. Bye.